This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Breeding and celebrate the library and museum earning national accreditation. Admission will be free all day starting at 9 a.m. There's a literacy jam from 10 to 2. They'll be collecting donations of children's books and special guests will read stories. There's also free admission on Monday, Lincoln's actual birth date. Lincoln would have turned 215 on Monday. More at NowDecatur.com. He says his memory is not gone. It's fine. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden insists the special counsel's wrong about that. But right about this. The fact is they made a firm conclusion. I did not break the law. Period. Though the report investigating his handling of classified documents found in his garage and at an office from his time as VP did conclude the president willfully retained records. But Fox's Jared Halpern reports from the White House. Special counsel Robert Herr says he is not pursuing criminal charges in part because of the president's limited recall during interviews, characterizing him as a well-meaning elderly man with a bad memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president and I put this country back on its feet. President Biden grew angry at the special counsel's suggestion he didn't remember the date of his son's death. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away. Now, the president's likely rival in a 2024 rematch is reacting. Former President Trump says the Justice Department should drop the charges against him in his classified documents case, given Hearst's decision not to charge President Biden. Hearst says there are distinct differences between the two probes, with Trump allegedly refusing to turn in materials and enlisting others to destroy evidence. Fox's Madeline Rivera, the former president's won two more contests, Republican caucuses in the U.S. Virgin Islands and Nevada, saying it not. Las Vegas last night. There's never been anything like it in the polls. We're leading everybody. We are right now. Is there any way we can call the election for next Tuesday? That's all I want. And back to President Biden. He also said last night Israel has gone over the top in Gaza. There are a lot of innocent people who are starving. A lot of innocent people who are in trouble and dying. And it's got to stop. Well, Israel has hit another area of Gaza with airstrikes today, going after militants from Hamas and Rafah, which is overcrowded with Palestinians displaced, fleeing and fighting in other areas. America's listening to Fox News. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Go with your gut. Your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. President Biden may be asked again today about his mental fitness if he takes questions on that after a meeting with a world leader. The White House says supporting Ukraine will be at the top of the list when German Chancellor Olaf Scholz travels to Washington. This comes as Congress is trying to hash out another aid package to Ukraine that President Biden feels is urgent. The aid package includes funding for Israel, which will also be a top priority for the president and chancellor, as will, quote, the imperative of increasing life-saving assistance 
and protection of civilians from harm in Gaza. The European Union recently agreed to a $54 billion aid package for Ukraine. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Now, yesterday, the Senate did vote to advance that military aid package after a bigger bill with border security provisions attached failed. Democrats say Republicans caved to former President Trump in an election year. GOP lawmakers say it was a bad bill that would not have stopped record illegal immigration. There are manhunts in two states after two shootings last night. In New York City, the gunman opened fire when being confronted by a security guard at a store in Times Square for shoplifting. He missed the guard. And the bullet hit a Brazilian tourist shopping in the store in the leg. And as he ran off, he also shot at a police officer in midtown Manhattan. In Tennessee, the search is for a killer. Police are looking for a felon they say is armed and dangerous after a deadly traffic stop in Tennessee Thursday night, which killed Sheriff's Deputy Greg McGowan and left a female deputy injured shot multiple times in the leg. Blunt County Sheriff James Lee Barong saying she was able to return fire and that warrants have been issued for 42-year-old suspect Kenneth DeHart. First degree murder, uh, no bond. That's already been filed. The TBI is working the case. There are also warrants for attempted first-degree murder and of being a felon in possession of a firearm. There's a $10,000 reward for information leading to his arrest. Lillian Wu, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Get ready to groove with Here Come the Mummies. Join the fun at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd for a legendary night of music and entertainment. This eight-piece band is sure to get you moving with their unforgettable performance. Don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind show. Get tickets now at DecaturIndoorSportsCenter.com. Here come the mummies. Live at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd. Doors open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 7. Hi, I'm Brian Mose with Britlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. We specialize in a lot of things, like providing traditional and innovative full-service funeral celebrations. But our number one focus is finding the best way to honor a life well-lived. At Britlinger and Earl, we are the experts at discovering and designing a perfectly customized celebration event to remember. Say goodbye and honor the life of your loved one. Just visit BritlingerUnderall.com and find out more about how we create unique celebrations of life and, of course, professional, compassionate service from the heart. Is this when we should say something about global warming or climate change or just go, yes, 61 in February, I'll take it. That's pretty much right. Today, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 64. Tonight, 40% chance of showers overnight, and then it'll have some increasing clouds and a low of 39. For Saturday, partly sunny, high near 46. Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 44. Current temperature here in downtown Decatur, 50 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06, and this look at your weather brought to you by Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. Good morning and welcome. It's show and tell Friday, except for Nick, he forgot. Angela's in the studios. We'll check in with Nicole from EDC. Give you your last minute Super Bowl. I guess we got to make a prediction or two, right? Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. 
So a week or two ago, we talked about We Are the World because there's that new documentary on Netflix about the uh, 1985 super collaboration between some of the greatest artists of all time, all in a room being very awkward. <laughs> I think that's a good way to sum it up. Mark Knopfler, who was the uh, lead singer and guitarist for Dire Straits, has put together uh, for the Teenage Cancer Trust a single. I, I just want to, there's 60 plus people on this single. Right? Right. Work is featured on this single. Sure. Bruce Springsteen, Slash, Eric Clapton, Ronnie Wood, Pete Townsend, Sting, Brian May from Queen, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd, Cheryl Crow, uh, Jonathan Kane, Tom Morello, Peter Frampton, Buddy Guy, Joe, uh, what, what, I always script his name. Bonamassa? That is, you know what I'm talking about, right? Keith Urban, uh, Steve Vai, Vince Gill, Sam Fender, uh, Andy Taylor from Duran Duran, Joe Walsh from the Eagles, Alex Leifson, the lead uh, guitar player for Rush, Dave Mason, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. That's a really nice lineup. I mean, I, I mean that's a crazy amount of yeah. time and talent and bands and tours and you can just when you add that up, that's got to be hundreds of years. Yeah, you were you were twelve deep before you got to Tom Morello. I mean, that tells you that list is ridiculous. And by the way, that wasn't my bias. That was the article I'm reading. I know, from. I know. My bias would have put Tom Morello way lower than that. Oh wow! He just annoys me. Oh, you do it backwards. So like the best is it's no. like golf. No, I'd go Susan Tedeschi, Tom Morello. <laughs> <laughs> Hater, hater, Just hater. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this stuff still happens. Love it. You know, the difference is you don't have Michael Jackson yeah. and, you, you know, uh, Lionel Richie, the, the pop stuff. These yeah. are like your guitarist. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really amazing. Is a little Steven, guitar. Is a little Steven in there? Uh, Steven Van Zandt? Yeah. I don't think so, but you got Springsteen. You got Bruce, so like covered. <laughs> right? I think you're good. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're covered. I think you're good. Uh, anyway, it, they're, they're redoing a song called Hero, which has become like, it, that was an original Dire Straits and Mark Doffler song that's a big thing in his show that he does. Uh, and it's also played before every Newcastle United, uh, FC game, uh, as well. So, uh, that's, I just saw that yesterday. I'm like, we talked about We Are the World. Would you ever see something like that ever again? Well, there you go, kind of. And for a good cause for yeah, kids with cancer. Teenage cancer, yeah, fund. Very great. Uh, Angela's in the studios. Hi, Angela. Hi, it's Friday. It is. It is. Um, Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay, what do you guys do? Well, we used to do party, but now it's just a family thing. Well, it's still a party. Yeah. You just don't have strangers. Right, and I don't plan it out like I used to. It's just kind of like, okay, what do we feel like eating? Do you go to the store? Yeah, we'll go to the store. We haven't gone yet because it's basically... Lindsay hates going to the store I, I this weekend too. because it's a bunch of men that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and also... It's, it, it, it disturbs the flow. And they like right when you walk in, it's like, here are all the Doritos, <laughs> the soda. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's they, they've cut it down to the... Here's the big tray of stuff you don't have to do any work the with. The meat tray. That's exactly yeah. right. Here's the veggie tray. That's what I feel yes. like doing. That's okay. Nothing I'm wrong gonna, with that. Go get a bunch of sushi. Uh, oh wow, going crazy! Sushi, I love sushi for the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be fun? That's some, so different. Do you get the uh, sushi at the store that they like make right there, like in front of you and stuff? Well, yeah, it's it's hmm. good. Okay, it really is good. 
They have a whole station in Sam's Club it's where they make incredible. Sam's. Okay, them. They I make think it right about what there. you just said. No, it's really good. Okay, now think. I, I just want you guys, as as a person I, who thinks about this stuff, um, the major bodies of water aren't here, right? And, and you're describing them making it in a place where I buy my tires, mm-hmm. uh, and I go, yeah. <laughs> they have their own culinary area. It's pretty cool. It is. Kroger also has one, at least by the airport. Mm. I, a lot of people love it. I, I'm not gonna, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but who knows? So, sushi for the Super Bowl. I don't know what we'll do. Well, you've who already knows? thrown it out there. You might as well yeah. track it down. Yeah, you're in. I'm in. All right. Who are you rooting <laughs> for? Do you have a team? I, I like Kansas City. I've liked Kansas City. It's almost impossible for a to believe long you time. couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I liked Kansas City before Patrick Mahomes. And then when they got him, I was like, this guy's going to be good. Was like, you were like back when Lenny Dawson was playing? I was one of those people. I mean, I'm a Bear fan. So, how, okay. you, of course, you have to have a backup. An AFC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would always root for the underdogs back in the 80s, and uh-huh. they were kind of an underdog, as the Saints were. And uh, so I, I've always been kind of an underdog. And then they became a powerhouse and pretty soon going to be a dynasty. And, yeah. Okay. Now, so. here's the thing, though. Whereas, and, and I guess if you win enough in, in life, right, you become the villain. Uh, and certainly, you know, you know, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, they were very much the underdog. Uh, mm-hmm. he was the backup quarterback, guy had gone down. Uh, the, the St. Louis Rams were the, the fastest show on turf. You know, they had Kurt Warner, the guy from the grocery store starting. And then by the end, they were Darth Vader and the villains, right? Does that happen to Kansas City? Mm. I don't know. Uh, Bella, uh, Andy Reid's way more likable than, mm-hmm. than Bill Belichick. I don't yeah. think that matters at the uh, end. No, it, it does because Tom Tom Brady, it, while I like him, he's my maybe my favorite football player, one of the top three of all time. He wasn't extra likable. He's just really good. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is lovable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, but I don't think Tom Brady's this. I, I think he's likable. I, I, I think he's yeah, but he's not extra likable the way that Patrick Mahomes. He's endearing. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are endearing. So they can golly gee it for a few more years. More extroverted. Um, and it seems it, more transparent. Take, okay, okay. It's not the Patriot way. Right, There's not well, deflate well, gate. Back up. Nobody ever accused the Patriots of being a psyop that was existing <laughs> to rig an election. Well, we so, don't even uh, need to consider those people. Yes, do you we? do. The people that are like thinking that. Uh, Travis Kelsey's vaccination status turns the Chiefs into bad guys. Yeah. Um, they can just be mad anyway. Okay, you're talking like that's 2% of the population. <laughs> I don't know what number it is. I don't know either, but it's larger than 2%. You think? Uh, yes. That are mad at Travis Kelsey over getting the, sh- the jab? Yes. The ja- it's the jab, right? Mr. Pfizer, please. Wasn't Pfizer the- something else before? It, well, Wasn't yes, it's the- been around for a while. <laughs> I mean, the blue pill. Okay. Anyway, I, I find them incredibly likable. I'm just yeah. saying, is there a point when you win too much where then it becomes like, it's, it's a jealousy thing. You, you know, people shouldn't have that much success. I usually agree with Belichick that. Belichick played into that, but he's not the only, you can go, I think any dynasty, the Cowboys, you know, whatever it might be, right? If you win too much, you go from being the underdog you were rooting for to the, oh, well, they've just had too much success. To that's some. That's what yeah, people to some, do. For sure. To some. It's how close together that success is as well. I mean, well, if it's this, dominant, if you're just Steelers like not won, giving anybody any opportunity. You know, the Steelers were first to six, and I don't think they're like hated. Mm. I think they're pretty likable. But I don't know. Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just solid blue-collar. Yeah. 
don't rile you up in either direction. They were correct. They're coaches like that. All right, I'm going to have to, not you, but you, I'm going to have to pull an age thing. The Steelers were the dirtiest Back team in, in the football. Oh, yeah. Jack For Lambert sure. and Mean Joe no Green, question. those guys oh, yeah. were not underdog no lovables. No. But this, this, what she's talking about for the last, Mike Tomlin's been their coach like 17 years. Right. It's, How many Super Bowls? Two. Was it two? That yeah, they've won? Yeah, with, with Big okay. Ben. How long ago was that? Oh, five. Okay. So the, they're not on that list of too much success. I mean, it's been a long yeah, that's time. That's fair. Yeah. But in the 70s, that was not a likable no, team. No, 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 no. They're like the Pistons. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Or the running Rebs, uh, since we're talking Las Vegas. So maybe Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan. And I know the rest of the NBA got sick of the Bulls, but the Bulls never really seemed like the enemies. They were no. just great and mm-hmm. able to do the thing. So you're, it's probably a likability mm-hmm. thing. It is a likability thing. We're, you know, but yeah, some people will be tired of it. Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Used yeah. to like them too. <laughs> All right. Hey, we've got a lot to get to. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We're really psyched. It's show and tell. We like to do this on Fridays where we bring something in. I, I had the, um, it was so interesting. I had this memory of this thing that I had. And then I had this thing like, have you seen that? Do we know what, the, is that in storage? Did I make all this up? Yeah. And then Lindsay had like eight memories of where she thought she saw it. Oh man, I hate days like that. But then I she was just like, like adding to it. And I'm like, now you're just making it up. That's my worst kind of day. Yeah. That, I, that is my worst kind of day where I chaining things together that may or may not be real. Clearly oh. by, by halfway through the search, I'm like, you're just putting stuff together. Yep. As, so we're going through like crates in the garage and then up in the attic. And, and but I found wow. it. Wow! Oh, cool! Wow! But I found it. All right, that's amazing. And it was a Christmas gift in 1997. Oh, nice! That's awesome. From my mom. Cool. That's well, a good tease. What did you bring? Well, mine was a Christmas gift from this year. No kidding. Yeah, that my very thoughtful daughter. She's a very thoughtful gift gift giver. She gives that from her father. You know what? That's a great thing to have in life. That's yeah. a, that's a great trait. I always have to go. Valerie, I need a thoughtful gift idea. <laughs> and she'll be like, all right. Um, so, yeah, that it is something I think that is passed down. I do not have it. I'm getting better. I'm learning. But, That's always uh, important. Yeah, I. It was hard for me to choose because I, there were some other things, but we'll, I'll save that for other time. Okay, well, we've got plenty of time. So Fridays are show and tell. Yeah. Bring something you collect, something that means something to you, something... I, I, I don't think we reflect enough in life. You, you know, and, and that's okay. Uh, people who are successful kind of get the thing done and then move on to the next thing and move on to the next thing, and all that's great. But sometimes you got to go back and get a little nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what... I went way back. <laughs> way back to Christmas. Christmas this well, year. Well, but nostalgia is nostalgia, <laughs> no matter what it is. The show and tell is show yeah, and tell. Yeah, There's yeah. no time frame right. on it. Uh, all right, so we'll get to that in just a minute. You're a fan of the, the Chiefs in the 1980s. Can you name nope. a quarterback from the 1980s with the Kansas City Chiefs? 80s? Yeah. Uh, nope. See, uh, there was bef- that was before Joe Montana. That was before Steve DeBerg. That was- well, why'd that be before Joe Montana? Well, he was with the 49ers in the 80s. Oh, you mean before he went to the Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. I, was okay, trying, I was trying to work backwards to see if I could get to it. <laughs> Lynn Dawson's before. That would so be I like the jumped. 60s. Yeah, that's a little bit before oh, my time. Oh, man. No. No idea. Uh, I, I don't either. Was Rich Gannon maybe there? I said Gannon, but I, but I don't think he's. I don't think he was there during that time. Okay, 
Uh, 80s. The, I'm trying to think about 80s Chiefs, and I just I can't fill in any of the blanks. They had a running back, Christian McCoy. He was probably 90s. Yeah, I wasn't in the 80s. So the 80s, you can always tell by pictures because the sleeves mm-hmm. size mm-hmm. <laughs> on the jerseys. Factual. That is factual. Yeah. It's like down to their forearms, and it's about like this big, no matter how big they are. Yeah, don't try to give Shoulder me that fitting crazy. Jerry Rice jersey. I need those <laughs> bucket sleeves. Yeah. See, when, yeah. when I say they were underdogs, they were underdogs. They really were. Nobody knows anybody yeah. that played. Marcus Allen. No, that was later, too, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm having a hard time pinpointing that team in my head. Derek Thomas was later. I just can't think of – I'd have to get a cheat. Todd Blackledge. <laughs> okay. Uh, hang on. In the 1983 NFL draft, they skipped over Jim Kelly and Dan Marino wow. to draft a guy named Todd Blackledge. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's the draft that people point to as the draft. And then 89 had like Barry Sanders and – but 83 was the, was the quarterbacks. No, but I mean, in whose world? Right. In, in, in whose world? And you missed. Yeah, you, missed. you did twice. <laughs> yep, you missed. And, and then a guy named Bill Kinney from 1984 to 1987. And uh, 87. Oh, DeBerg was 89. Doug Hudson, Brody Croyle. Lord, no. <laughs> I remember no. any of these people at all. No. <laughs> uh, Blackledge, I only know because of the draft as him being a miss. Why is that name not like more well known? I, I mean, that's got to be like, I mean, we all know all the, the you know, Brady going down to the. Yeah. Sam Bowie getting picked ahead of Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Leaf over Peyton. Yeah. All right. Interesting stuff. People just make dumb decisions at a corporate level all the time. Uh, all right. Caitlin Clark. I want to get into this real quick. She is uh, in a game now going to break the all time uh, scoring record for the NCAA. Yeah. However. Uh, I read an article yesterday that made the case that there should be an asterisk uh, next to this record oh. uh, because there was, before the NCAA didn't want women's basketball, Oh yeah, there is a player who scored more of those points before it was officially, I mean, in college, in basketball, before it was considered part of the NCAA. We hmm. deal with this in sports a lot before they track yeah. things, yeah. Um, all right, so... A huge fan, first and foremost. Uh, she's her grit, her fire, her. She's just fun to watch and unbelievably talented. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't. I, I say this only not as a way to demean her accomplishment at all. I mean, you know, her, she's playing by the rules that the NCAA puts out there, and she's going to be barring like some freak injury or something, the all-time leading scorer. And when you think about that, when you're the all-time leading anything, that's an impressive feat. Yeah. And to do it with the style and the panache and the whole, she's just going to be, well, she, I, I don't think the WNBA needs to be transformed, but will she be a transformative player in the WNBA? Uh, you will see a spike when she goes to play for a while. Her home team will certainly see a massive, massive surge. She already does that at this level. So wherever she ends up. That's not a football state. That's what I'm saying. She will, she will minimally make her home team probably the most visited WNBA team and her away games will be will certainly see the effect. 
Okay. I don't think there's a question about that. I, I don't either. Yeah. So I'm saying, will she be someone that like, now the know, sticky factor, does if that she plays for a long time? Yeah. Can, I mean, can she be another stair step into getting, you know, equality and like fan base and money and all that? I would think that she would have tons of endorsement, you know, potential and all of that. So imagine that she visits like Seattle or something and a kid gets to go watch her play and, and they go, Man, mom, I had a really good time. We should do this more. Mm-hmm. And now they're a fan in Seattle or whatever that. Was, and you could probably do it way more affordable way more than affordable. all of the other stuff, it's right? It's manageable and it's right there. And then sometimes she'll come to your town. Yeah, I, th- I think she'll definitely have some, some stickiness factor. Okay. So she needs to get to 3,528. That's the, uh, the point total for, um, to, to set the, the all time record. Uh, but in the 1970s and, and early 80s, there's a woman by the name of Lynette Woodard. Okay. Uh, who had 3,649 points, uh, over four seasons, uh, for Kansas, uh, yeah. the University of Kansas. Uh, but the NCAA doesn't recognize that mark because she played at a time when women's college sports had their own governing body and the NCAA was actually fighting to keep women out, uh, because, hey, what would men do in the 1970s? Uh, and so how do you balance that? Not Caitlin Clark's fault at all. Honor her record and uh, kudos and applaud. But how do you leave this other lady out hanging out to dry? It's not a full story. We we dealt with that in baseball with like Satchel Paige. And, and, but that was like back in the 40s. I know. It's the 70s and 80s. Yeah, that's, that's hard to believe. But, and not to say it was okay. I'm just saying that at least you kind of go, well, we're better people than we were in the yeah, 40s. Yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of hard to go, well, we've evolved a lot since the 80s. It, there's ways to reconcile or to honor it or, or to minimally acknowledge it. And I don't think. Kate well, that's why I just did this. Yeah, thank you. Uh, because I didn't know that story. Yeah, I didn't either. I read it in the Wall Street Journal last night because I've I've, I've, be, I've become kind of a Caitlin Clark like yeah. fan just because You're not alone. I just think she's I don't know I, I special. Her vibe is just yeah. something that that I think is cool mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. And and I think that like in the NFL they always say you know sacks didn't used to get counted, mm-hmm. uh, but they will always point out hey. This guy's the modern oh, sack leader, look, but let's point our... We forget all kinds of stuff. The NCAA uh, outlawed dunks because Lou Alcindor was so dominant at UCLA right. that they they couldn't be beat. They just changed the rules. <laughs> right. right. Right? Yeah. So it happens. All right. Show and tell. <laughs> then we'll get into some EDC in the next half hour. What do you have? Okay. From Christmas, from your thoughtful daughter, who's a, the most thoughtful gift giver of all time. She really is. She's given me a lot of thoughtful gifts. So yeah. I know you both are artists in different different ways. Well, Nick's an artist. I'm, I'm, uh... So my daughter is not an artist. However, she goes to U of I, and I don't know if we, I talked to you about this on air one time, but um, as you know, my, our dog passed last December. Okay. So not this December, last A year December. ago, right. So the, one of the last pictures Aww. she took was of our indie bull boy. Okay. This is a colored pencil drawing from a freshman at the University of Illinois in art. Isn't that amazing? It's she beautiful. saw She saw this on some kind of social media, and she reached out to her and gave her this picture. And she, I mean... I brought tears to my eyes. It was just, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I should have gone does. first. I absolutely should have gone but, first. I mean, <laughs> so she, I was like, 
what do I want to do with this? Do I want to take it to work? And I'm like, no way. Yeah. This is hanging up where everybody in my house can what see it. What was the dog's it. name? Indy. Indy. Okay. For what kind? A lab. Lab? Mm-hmm. Black lab. And he was 14. Did he wear the little handkerchief? He did. That picture you is. You see those on collies usually. Yeah. Borderline collies. He, when he wore. Or kerchief. When he wore that bandana, you, he was like. He struck around. King of the castle. King of the castle. I'm I'm good. Look at me. That's great. So, yeah, I I just looked at her and I was like. Did the artist sign it? Yeah, but it's covered up. Oh, that's okay, but it's there. But, yeah, it's my screensaver on my phone. I'm not going to lie. My kids. Give me the measurements of that before you leave. I'll cut you a new mat so you can see the signature. Okay. Yeah. I I think the mat, I don't think there is a mat, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is a mat? I'll cut it for you. Okay. That's nice. So, yeah, I was just. Yeah, that's I, beautiful. I just, I don't even understand how someone can have the eye that can do that shading yeah. and make it just look so real. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just, I don't get it. Also, that that's the kind of gift that when it's handed to you, it hits you right in your right stomach. Away. <laughs> right like, away. Right away. Because you like it so much. Everybody's sitting there Christmas morning ball. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. The tears. And then she saw me tearing up, so she starts tearing yeah. up. And I was like, okay, I got to put this away. I have an interesting question <sighs> not to, about the, the hand-eye coordination thing. I, I read uh, recently... Uh, was it Rob Liefeld, uh, who created Deadpool and, yeah. and all. he's retiring, uh, and he's, he's like my age, right? Mid fifties. Mm-hmm. And he said he doesn't know how long the hand eye coordination will be there. And I, I, it, it was a weird thing to have said aloud because you think about the old masters and people that were painting, yeah. you know, I mean, like into their seventies and eighties. Is that a thing? I don't know. I've, I've never, never heard an that. artist talk about that. I've never heard of that. Because he, yeah. I mean, he would be doing something very similar to yeah. that in the detail, you, it's you know. It's just crazy. The spe- so I have in in any sort of context, it is it is thought that older people, even my age, consider myself older, can't compete professionally in like Call of Duty because of the speed of our hand-eye coordination. Okay. <laughs> and we're talking about microseconds. Yeah. Not like you're walking around going, hey. Yeah. But like that sixteenth of a second right. is the difference. And when you're drawing or painting, do you need a sixteenth of a second? I, I just never I don't heard know. an artist yeah. say that upon like kind of hanging up my pencils. Yeah, I've never heard mm-hmm. that. All right. Moving over to the show and tell. In 1997, I got this uh, as a Christmas gift. What, okay. what would 1997 had, have been in the world of sports? Uh, well, our Bulls were going on their second three-peat. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I lived in Chicago. Yep. Uh, well, at least on a testimony, you can tell people yeah. where you were. I did. I was not. in high school. I, yeah. <laughs> we can still identify where yeah. we were in 1997. I can remember that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's leading fast. No, I know. It does. Uh, so Tiger Woods uh, uh, entered the PGA and won his first Masters. Oh, nice. So we're kind of like April. Mm-hmm. You know, we're right on the cusp. I had the great pleasure last year of actually going to the Masters. Unbelievable experience. Lifetime uh, bucket list thing and so i'm thinking about this the other day and i remember man i i I remember getting a gift uh uh uh, which is this album and this was was put out in 1997 right Mm -hmm. and it's called champions of golf the masters uh it's cards and so it's cards uh from 1934 from 1934 Uh so you're gonna see byron nelson and you're gonna see 
uh, Jimmy Demerit, and you're going to see Sam Snead, and you're going to see Ben Hogan. Wow. And all of the greatest golfers. Uh, are they are, just picking all-stars or the winner? No, year the winner year? of every year. Oh, that's a real neat thing. That's so cool. there's Arnold Palmer in 1958, right? Yeah. Uh, there's Arnold Palmer. There's Jack Nicholas's first win in 1963. So the front has a photo, their name, the year, yeah. and then the back has a little paragraph or yeah, something. Like cool. their, their stats. Yeah. And then in 1965 is the first color, color picture. Yeah, I was, was going to call that which out. Which is crazy mm-hmm. with Jack Nicholas. Uh, and then we get into Billy Casper and you get into, uh, Gary Player and Tom Watson, Raymond Floyd, who's been yeah. here and was on the show with us. Cool. Uh, from Decatur when they opened Red Tail Run. Mm-hmm. You know, that course was designed by him and then you get into fuzzy zeller and Seve ballesteros and tom watson in the 80s uh ben crenshaw nick faldo wow. all the greatest right uh freddie couples ian woosnam but then that's tiger woods's rookie card oh, wow. as the winner of the 1997 yeah, masters wait what color shirt <laughs> red always red well that nike deal came to an end i know which is almost impossible to believe right i know some announcement monday maybe yeah Uh, and he's playing in the genesis or what i don't know he put some cryptic stuff up on on x uh but there you have it uh so that album has remained untouched since 1997 that's awesome wow and I looked online. The crazy thing is, now, if this was a Jim 10, uh, you know, Jim Mint 10, they're selling for thousands of dollars. It's not. But, like, this thing, which is just the, the pack opener, is going for, like, $49. Nice. <laughs> because everybody throws the stuff yeah. away. Scarcity. <laughs> so, so it was in the attic? Huh? Where did you find it finally? Well, it, Lindsay thought it was in a cabinet, <laughs> and I think it was in a cabinet, and that's where she remembered, but we'd put it in the attic, and so wow. she had all these disconnected things, and we found a crate that said, like, you know. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> and it was in there. Brian's awesome. stuff. <laughs> that's fun, especially now that you're really into card collecting and Yeah, this would have gone way back, you know, like literally. Uh, uh, and the crazy thing is I think they sold like these sets with like the album and everything. You could buy the box. Yeah. Like on one of those stupid like QVC kind of channels or whatever. Got some Jordan autographs off QVC. Did you really? Yeah. Absolutely. You have a few years to put in there. Huh? You have a few years to make up. Did they continue making them for a while? I don't know. Mm. That'd be fun. Um, you, you know, I saw a couple of sets that were before Tiger Woods, but that was the big one because that was like officially when they didn't make a lot of golf cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't something like back in the right. 90s. That is officially considered to be his rookie card because he turned pro yeah. and then won immediately, you know, in April yeah. uh, at the Masters. I remember watching cool. that, how big that yeah. was. You remember the cover of Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. on the uh, on the 17th tee, I think, yeah. at, at Augusta, where, it, where there was just tens of thousands of people lying down both sides of that very narrow fairway. Remember that cover, Sean? I absolutely do. Great. He was a phenomenon at that time yeah. that had never been seen in that sport. Yeah, and 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 probably hasn't since. Yeah, and and likely won't for some time. And and he changed. I mean, the players make what they make today because of him. Now, I mean, most valuable player in golf. It's not. It's a one person thing. It's um, Ben Tiger in terms of overall. It, it value has. Now you had to build it. I mean, Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and all those guys built it to what it was, and then he took it to a whole other level. Well, and he also changed. Uh, the athleticism mm-hmm. of those the who go, yeah. Oh, go through that book. Oh, All yeah. All of it. You know, you so just. You're not looking at Craig Stadler. <laughs> right. They called the him the thing. walrus for a reason. Right. I mean, 
He really did. Changed the fandom, mm-hmm. the dress, and I mean, I the didn't look. Yeah. Now, yeah. I got. I mean, Arnold Palmer had a private jet. I mean, there was money in golf mm-hmm. uh, before, but it, it not professional sports money the way yeah. there was. And Tiger Woods did that for sure. I mean, not a doubt. To this day, all these years later, look at where we are, 1997 to today. If he's playing in that tournament, the eyeballs will be there to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and now, tenth ranked golfers in the world might have a uh, hundred million dollar contract. Well, yeah, would live. Yeah, for sure. I'm saying like that's, but, but it's been, but they'll make that, they'll make a ton of money on the PGA mm-hmm. tour too. I mean, right. you, you, you make a lot of money. Uh, and, and so private jets are like everyone now. Uh, he modernized golf. Let's put it that way. And yeah. with the deal with Nike, I was really surprised to see that come to an end. You know, Michael Jordan still always had that. And I'm not, I think Michael's still the king of the mountain, right? Uh, because he's just in it's, everything. It's a one person mountain. Yeah. But I'm saying he's like, it's not just basketball. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods has always been, kind of just golf yeah and the number just- and, but i think what he's doing uh, uh this is like lebron and Bronny. he's mm-hmm. setting up the kid uh, i mean this next thing is going to be because his kid is an unbelievable golfer mm-hmm. so i think this next uh generation of this is all about that hmm. that's smart yeah and maybe their own collaboration you know the the, the world for athletes is very different today than it was in 1997 that's correct you know all right. Well, listen, enjoy your Super Bowl. You're going to root for the Chiefs, right? Yeah, but I, I also really like Brock Purdy because he's an Iowa State Iowa, guy. Iowa State. And just uh, Look, I'm, I'm not... I've always liked Iowa State. So I'm just looking for a good, entertaining, close game where I can enjoy whatever happens. And, and I am exactly right there, and I'm not rooting against anybody. I'll, I'll be okay no matter what the outcome. Yeah. I think you guys are going to get that. I, I think so. it's going to be so... two teams scoring in the 20s. Oh, uh, let's see. I think so. Angela, we'll see you next week. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break. Nicole Bateman joins us on the other side. A lot to get to here on this Friday. Half hour left. Stay tuned. You've set your financial goals. One kid plans to go Big Ten, the other Ivy. Your bucket list includes seaside sunrises and sunsets on the slopes, or perhaps a second home away from it all. Busey Bank can help develop the right investment strategy to take charge of the years ahead. Busey Bank. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Spring is just around the corner. From the ground up, Landscapes has a few spring installation slots still available. Specializing in brick patios and sidewalks, outdoor kitchens, pergolas and pavilions, water features, plant installations, and more. Contact us at ftgulandscapes.com. That's ftgulandscapes.com to request a visit to discuss your job. Give us a call at 233-1310. That's 233-1310. From the ground up, Landscapes, by design for style. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me. Looking forward to the Astro Show? 
Big time. Any guess, do you think? Over Lots. under? Lots of guess? Yeah, I'd, I would say a handful. Doesn't that usually kind of leak out before the Super Bowl gets here? He sort of said, I'm bringing, I'm bringing people. No, I mean, like, I, I thought that was part of kind of like, just like you can see the ads ahead of the ads, like that we kind of start leaking out, like who might be there or not. And I, then there's I, always the special. I've seen the mites, but no, nothing concrete. Right. Well, uh, I hope everyone has a great Super Bowl Sunday. Be safe, uh, you know, be smart and, um, enjoy it. I just rooting for a good game and, uh, the Christopher Walken BMW ads hysterical, uh, if you get a chance to see it. Haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Looking forward to it. The ads are always funny. I'm yeah. glad that's still a thing. He's basically going through life, and everywhere he goes, they do Christopher Walken imitations back oh. to him. So, like, the maitre d', the, you know. The dance, too? No, it's just oh, everybody. Just the talk. Okay. It's like the whole thing. It's hysterical. His his reaction to it. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. How, he's, how's he looking? He looks great. Good. Got a little pep in his step, and right. very, very funny. All right, Nicole Bateman's in studios with us here from the EDC. Tell me what's going on. What do you want to talk about? What's happening? I, oh, man. it's A lot. <laughs> a lot. You know, it's just, I think it's a really exciting time for the community. You know, we've seen some really great economic development successes, not just here in Decatur, but in the region, and then we've got these opportunities through um, several federal grants that we're involved in um, to really bring home some dollars to complete some ecosystems that I think are just going to really take the region to the next level. So it's it's exciting, but I'll tell you, that's there's a lot of work, and it's a heavy lift to even get the applications in. Yes. Right? So I think, um, you know, just talking about grants, and I noticed this on social media this week, when organizations get grants, they are for very specific things. So you write for a grant. You mean if I make a comment on Facebook, you can't just change everything no, and do what I ask? we don't just get a bucket of money to spend <laughs> how we want. So it's, I mean, they're, they're very specific and very prescriptive, um, and which is fine. But then if you find an opportunity that where those grant dollars could really be helpful in your community, then you apply for them and hopefully you receive them and you implement them. Yeah. But, but they come with... They come with very tight restrictions. Yes. So, um, we're, you know, we're, we're, thankfully the economic development administration through the Department of Commerce at the federal level, um, some of their grants are, um, very open to the ideas of what we feel would best impact our community. So we're able to implement that, but there are still some very strict parameters around them. Yep. So it's cool. It's uh, just a different type of activity than our EDC has been involved in in the past, but I really have enjoyed the collaboration and partnerships. And the nice thing is when you, when you put this type of effort in, even if let's just say we don't bring home dollars, which I don't think is going to happen. I think we're going to bring home a lot of money. Um, the practice and going through this and then getting everything in order then to be able to receive funding perhaps from other sources. Makes you better for the next time. Yeah. 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 How, how much help has uh, Congresswoman Budzinski been in this process? Super helpful. Yeah. Um, and I heard her interview with you a few weeks ago and, um, she is very familiar with the recompete effort. I mean, she's just really in tune with what's going on in this area and what her opportunities are. And she and her staff have been super helpful. There's been this shift and, and, and I know that your position is in a political one and, and, mm-hmm. but there's been this weird weird thing going on recently in politics where it's like, well, I'm going to brag that I don't bring anything home. And we're a donor state. We're we're paying more federal dollars in than come back. Mm -hmm. They're not going to not spend it because you don't get an earmark for your district. It's just going to go somewhere else. I agree. Right? I think think that's silly. I mean, if the money is out there to get, go get it. Yeah, it's not like (laughs) it's not like if you just sit out, they're going to go, oh, you're right. We won't spend that and return it to the state. That doesn't happen. No, and I think at the end of the day, you know, if you have an opportunity where those dollars can be impactful in your community, you should be going after them. There are dollars. There are dollars. And you know what? There are a lot of dollars, and there, I think, are more coming. 
Um, and so that's why it's really important that communities are just prepared and they have their act together, which we've been working on for many years. And that's why I think we're seeing some, some of these successes. And then how big a role does everybody playing on one team, you know, factor into that? I mean, cause you've got oh, the huge. city, you've got Richmond, yes. you've got the park district, you've got EDC, mm-hmm. you've got the county, you know, there's a lot of different bodies that it's easy to sort of get silos. I feel like we're better than that today. We, we are. And you know, what's interesting is in some of these, in both of these applications, we're working on right now, they want to see a demonstrated history of collaboration. So it's not just enough to say, yeah, we get along, right? It's show us where you have been effective in working together in the past and what were those results? Because they want to make sure that if they're going to invest 70 million and 50 million dollars respectively, you know, through these applications we're working on, that those dollars are actually going to be impactful because you have a community that is really good at being impactful. Yeah, and so. and we are better. I, I mean, I, I really, yeah. I've been doing this a long time. I, you know, some of it's anecdotal, some of it's behind the scenes, some of it's, you know, I feel like there's a lot more of that today than there was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, yep. which is really better. And, and it's a it's testament to, to people. You know, it's not always easy. Everybody's got different priorities, and everybody's got looking out at their backyard. And I get all that. And it's it's just sometimes easy to build up walls you don't even know are there. It is. And, you know, we're also, I think, starting to put systems in place where it, it, and these applications demand that, but you put systems in place where, and governance and management systems where if somebody does leave or you have a turnover in, in personnel that the whole thing doesn't fall apart, right? right? It's not based on just relationships. It's based on a, an actual model of sustainability and that's going to benefit yeah. all of us in the long run. I think in the past, like like a Congressman LaHood or a Congressman Davis would tell you like, okay, well, the county's telling us one thing and the city's telling us another thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard for them to prioritize because they were getting eight different messages sure. depending on the body they were talking to. Yeah. So being on the same page and having those conversations ahead of time, right? Presenting the, the truthful and good front to, you know, to the Congress folks that we're working with, um, but also to the community and saying, yeah, this is, this is the direction we're going. Let's get on board. Right. Um, and I think we, since we've been doing that, we're literally starting to see that pay off now by the funds that are being, you know, implemented in the community. So I was driving out, uh, North of Richland the other day, mm-hmm. or, you know, heading out that way to get to the interstate, uh, to go to the Champaign. Oh my God. It's like, you know, uh-huh. if it's like, if you're not there every like 30 days, you, you go through and you go, Wow. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's exciting. And that's, you know, knowing where some of those projects are going to eventually start to build, right? You're seeing that right now with the Nova feed. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up and there's other, other projects um, that'll be in that area as well. It is, it, it, tr- it transforms that landscape. And I think it, um, people are starting to get excited. And then when they realize, well, people have to work in those buildings, that means more jobs and more jobs means more households and households means more retail right. and things that at the end of the day, people say they want. That's, that's how that trickles. Now, how many jobs are we expected to fill over the next three to five years? I mean, ballpark thousands is what will right. be available. And how many of those will be people hopefully getting retrained or going through workforce development? How many of those will be people maybe moving to the community? I mean, is there any mm-hmm. sort of ratio that, that goes with that? There's, um, th- you know, there is and off the top of my head. It's pretty, I will say it's pretty balanced. I mean, the, because of the automation, um, and the technology that we're, you know, seeing in a lot of these companies that are interested in coming, you, the skill sets are, are, um, the demand for that is greater than probably what we saw 25 years ago. So having 
the ability to be retrained or reskilled is really important, which is why we're writing for some of these grants right now, because we know that that's going to be an important component of making sure we have the workforce that can fill these jobs. And we want to make sure that that's, those jobs are taken, you know, by folks that are here in the community that are wanting to work here and stay here. But we also have to be prepared for people who want to move to the community. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. And so we're also working on housing. You know, housing and apartments and you can't, you can't ignore that. So we have a lot of balls in the air, but they all, you know, you have to juggle them all at once because if you drop one, the rest aren't going to work either. So all right. I, uh, how optimistic on a scale of one to 10, you know, mm-hmm. doing what you do, knowing what you know, knowing all the pitfalls that a lot of this stuff May or may not. Sometimes it does. I mean, things have to align. Yep. On a scale of one to ten, how optimistic are you about you know the next five years of our future? Um, I'm a ten out of ten, and I know some of people are ah oh, whatever. She's always so positive, but I'm serious. I mean, think about we were having the same conversation what nine years ago when I started at the EDC, right? As community marketing, it's like okay, it's your job to get people to start thinking differently about the community, and it was what most people said was an impossible job, right? And But when you start changing mindsets about how people look at their community and we start talking about our wins and our successes, we start bringing home more wins and successes. And yes, we talk about this often. There are always going to be things to work on and we should continue to work on them. But look how far we have come, not just in economic development, but quality of life in the past decade. So yes, it it is a 10 out of 10 because we're going to do it again because of Anybody says we're not, then, you know, tell me why we're not and then get helpful in making that happen. But yeah. I, I think that what we've done, you know, fairly recently, I think we've always given the critics, you know, a bigger soapbox than they probably occupy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but social media has made that to like where just everybody can weigh in on <sighs> everything. And, but but I, I, I still think that those are folks that live everywhere, everywhere. Globally. Oh, yeah, it's not unique. And, and, and it's nothing unique here. And it's no. also their voices are way more amplified than their numbers. I, I just think it's it's, sure. it's a pity party that people love to do. I mean, every time there's an act announced at the Devon, everybody's got to weigh in on their, you know, none of them have ever booked a musical act in their entire life or had to pay, right. you know, uh, that stuff has just always been there, always will. You can get caught up in it or you can just keep moving forward. Just keep moving. And, you know, we are moving forward and just look around. There are so many good things happening yes we have a lot of work to do but you know what that work is being Take the done wins. and we are taking the wins and so yeah i'm a 10 out of 10 i think our future is super positive there's a lot of things happening in the background again we can't talk about them yet i know that and that but frustrates is, people it does frustrate people but just just trust me i mean great things are happening great things are coming um we just everybody has to do their part, though. Can, right. can I ask a quick, quick? Because you just got to get yes. out of here. Okay, real yeah, quick. Uh, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of retail pop up, a lot of stuff that uh, maybe yeah. I can't understand. What all this big stuff happens? These programs, these grants. But I walk, mm-hmm. I drive around, and I see big national chains: Cold Stone, uh, uh, Five Below, on and on, Bell Attire. What is that an indicator of? And, and what can a regular person just driving around? What does that say? It says that there are um, people are making more money and they're spending money in the community and we're finally hitting their metrics, which is good. They also see that, wow, this is a community that is doing things well and jobs are coming and right. So those national brands, they don't, they don't go to places out of charity or out of, well, that seems nice. We, you have to meet their metrics. And if you start meeting their metrics, they're really going to be putting some um, retail and more of their locations in your area. And that's what we're starting to see. But again, it's the jobs and then retail follows households. So they're coming because 
of that. All right, you, yeah, you should good. be that creepy little kid from uh, Poltergeist. You know, once they're here, you know, you can just do there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, it was like a great image. It sticks in your head for like Absolutely. 40 years. All right, Nicole, we know you got an appointment to get to. We appreciate you coming by yeah, and uh, keep up me. the great work. Have a great Thank Super Bowl you. weekend. Thank you. Nick's got your three-day forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, mostly sunny, high of 64. Tonight, 40% chance of rain after 10 p.m. It's going to be increasingly cloudy and a low of 39. For Saturday, partly sunny, high of 46. Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 52 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.51. At Brink Cotter Realtors, we're not just here to facilitate transactions. We're here to build lasting relationships. We believe that the heart of every successful real estate journey lies in the connections we make and the partnerships we create. Loyalty isn't handed out, it's earned. That's why we're dedicated to earning your trust every step of the way. Discover the difference at Brink Auto Realtors, building bonds beyond your home. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com. Come enjoy the tastes, sights, and sounds of New Orleans at the 21 and Up Mardi Gras Experience at Children's Museum of Illinois, 6.30 to 9 p.m. on Fat Tuesday, February 13th. This adults-only party takes full advantage of the museum's two stories, with beads tossed down when you arrive and a balcony view of the night's entertainment. Your all-inclusive tickets include an authentically prepared menu of catfish etouffee, gumbo, a beignet bar, and more from Jeremy Morris, plus paired beers, wines, and bourbons from the experts at Famous Wine and Spirits. Games you can opt into include Lucky's Lockbox and a Louisiana-themed version of our popular prize-filled punch wall, plus an auction of New Orleans-inspired fine art and an exclusive raffle for a five-course dinner for six at Decatur's beautiful and historic Culver House. All-inclusive tickets are $75 a piece or $140 per pair. Tables for six are also available at a discount. Call 217-423-5437 or head to cmofil.org for event tickets, raffle tickets, and more information. All proceeds benefit your children's museum and its mission. Adults-only Fat Tuesday Fun, February 13th at your children's museum of Illinois. United Way Trivia Night is back again. This time courtesy of Design Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Join us Saturday, February 24th at the Hall at 520 for a full night of trivia plus 50-50 and heads and tails games to win some cash. Cost is $25 per person. Teams can be from 1 to 8 players. And sign-ups begin at 530, trivia at 6. United Way Trivia Night 2024, Saturday, February 24th, courtesy of Design Air, where owner Josh Maurer keeps you warm and cozy all winter long. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecator.com. Well, it's official as far as Newhoff Media Decatur is concerned, or Newhoff Media. I was looking at the uh, people who have entered our, our own big game contest, uh, and it looks like 14 out of 18 have picked the Chiefs. Yeah, that's due today. I think I might go contrarian and pick the uh, Niners. Yeah, you and Bonzi. All right. Uh, uh, There's no anecdotal evidence of that meaning anything. I just thought it was interesting when I pulled it up, and it was like just all Chiefs. That's what America is doing right now. The experts are like three to one, like Tim Kaine said earlier. They are the – they're America's team right now. They're exciting. They're fun. And uh, it could go either way. Mahomes uh, just keeps doing it. And and I I think it's important to note – and, and, that Taylor Swift is just part of this. Yeah. She, I mean, she 
put like 17 big exclamation points on it. But this started with State Farm and, Mm -hmm. you you know, I mean, there's a subway. subway. I mean, there's a multiple thing Mm -hmm. kind of relatability that was happening before this gigantic thing landed on all of it. Absolutely. Yeah, a lovable coach, a lovable star player. A lovable I don't know that, that that Andy Reid was considered lovable in, in Philadelphia. Well, I don't think that when he even got to Kansas City. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes softened him up. Well, his his the, perception, the marketing yeah. people yes. that were you know, yeah. none of these people might be any of this. That's right in real life. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about yeah. is what but, we see. But but there was a lean in clearly by Andy Reid. Yeah, to where you get to the Nuggies thing, and you're like, <laughs> all right, I'm all in. Why would I root against you guys? Right. I like you. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Right. And then I just hope they win. I hope it breaks the Internet. I hope it causes, like, nothing but frustration and, and, and horrible feelings for these ridiculous people that have gone off the rails with yeah. this whole thing. You about, wake up Monday and it's still, I mean, the, world the world's is just, still turning. Just doing what it was doing the day before. Yeah. Just relax. Uh, Just relax and watch football. And, and by the Eat way, some I, chips. Here, here's for for those of you worried about a, a potential endorsement, you know, at the end of the Super Bowl, engagement in the, in the presidential election. Oh, or endorsement or an engagement. You know, like the two different things. <laughs> uh, I, I read a stat yesterday. Like, there's actual polling on this that 18 percent of her fan base would vote for who she, you know, or that, that it could be that percentage of yeah. like. But there's that many on the other side that would do just the exact opposite because she made the endorsement. Oh, interesting. It might cancel. It was like 1718. That's an interesting thought. I have no idea what the, I just, it was the first thing I'd seen kind of like on numbers. No one knows what anybody's going to do in November. No. We're not even close. Mm Mm-mm. We got a long time to go. Uh, all right. So I also read that the goal for the Super Bowl ads this year is don't offend anyone. (laughs) And I can certainly understand that. I mean, from a corporate level after the year we've gone through. Now, I don't get why, um, did Bud Light, I mean, didn't they just do a big thing with, uh, with the UFC? Or sign a big thing or yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and who are they bringing back with their commercials in the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I thought I saw some big names. I, I, that I don't know. I've been trying to avoid that. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, okay. I did hear that they are bringing, bringing some people back. That I do know, but I didn't want to dive. I guess there's also a new, uh, mascot. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm interested in that. I like mascots. Spuds McKenzie. Huh? Spuds McKenzie from, you know, that was the 80s. Yeah, the Taco Bell dog. Yeah, give me a good mascot. Spot from 7-Up. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's fun. Chester Cheetah. <laughs> He's on fire right now with yeah. his flaming stuff. Uh, Peyton Manning. Oh, nice. Post Malone. These are on, in the Bud Light uh, Yeah, without giving anything away. Oh, nice. Just, okay. There, there's a Bud Light genie involved. Oh. Uh, granting wishes, from what I understand. Weren't um, they doing Emmett Smith and him throwing Bud Lights out at a bar? Or wasn't that... Like, I just saw that yeah. the other day. Uh, or maybe when yeah. the championship league, or uh, championship uh, weekend for, uh, I think, maybe watching the AFC game. Yeah, come Monday, I'll be able to tell you about all the commercials, because I'll have seen them, and then I'll have studied them, but today I know nothing. Well, know I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy for you. I think that's great. <laughs> uh, there's a few that I've read about that I think have the potential to be really good. Cool. Yeah. Without giving anything away. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. One involving Ted Lasso, 
Massey, and I can't believe I can't remember the third. Yeah, uh, was it one of the guys from Wrexham? Um, well, yeah, ten, no, oh, maybe Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, maybe because I did see that one tease like a, a month ago or something. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, enjoy your Super Bowl weekend, everyone, and and just be responsible and be safe, right? Have fun. Yeah, have fun, but not at the cost of you know no. putting anyone in danger. Don't drive if you don't have to. Uh, if crash you're on the couch. Yeah. Just be safe. Be safe. Mm-hmm. But have fun. And let's just hope for a good game. All right. That's my, uh, that's my only wish that's to the right. Bud Light Genie. Give me a good game. And yeah, please, I'd rather the Chiefs win. That's it for us. If you're missing the show today, podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group available everywhere you get your podcast. We'll see you Monday. Be safe this weekend. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. State Senator Doris Turner has advanced a measure that would require notice for automatic renewals offered by businesses. The bill would require businesses that offer a free gift or trial period of its products or services that automatically renew to notify consumers by email at least two weeks before the cancellation deadline. The measure would apply to free gifts or trial periods that last longer than 15 days. The bill passed out of committee on Tuesday. Macon County is taking a major step toward bridging the digital divide with a 14-week fast track program dedicated to expanding broadband access across the county. The public can complete a quick online survey to help demonstrate demand for better services to potential providers. The Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunities. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.